confidence in President Jacob Zuma for the 18th of April. We'll come back to that story, so stay tuned for it. But right now we want to turn our attention to some of the marches um, that also pertains to that particular story. The organizers of Friday's planned national shutdown have renewed their appeal to ANC leaders to join their action at persuading President Jacob Zuma to step down. So as much as the protest seems to be gaining support, issues of race in particular have come into play, especially on social media. Could this march see both black and white South Africans unite for a common goal? Or will race prove to be the undoing of this particular initiative. So for a perspective on this, we join now by Managing Director of Diversity, Terry Oakley-Smith. Terry, thanks so much for your time this morning. Lovely speaking to you again. It's always a pleasure, Sakina. Thank you for inviting me. So seeing some of the comments uh, on social media about tomorrow's march, but uh, I suppose more importantly, how um, it does uh, seem to become polarized along racial lines, what should we expect to see tomorrow, in your view? You know, Sakina, I think we, are, we have to be realistic. We're living in South Africa, and almost everything we do is going to be polarized around racial lines. And I think there's quite a lot of justifiable black anger that um, suddenly white people are prepared to march against one man, Zuma, when they weren't prepared to march um, regarding Marikana and many of the other injustices that happen in South Africa. But having said that, I think that, you know, by by seeing this as a, a possible way to divide South Africans along racial lines, we're really missing the point of how important um, national action can be. I think people are going to be joining this march for a whole lot of different reasons. I mean, some people will be marching against corruption, others um, in favor of the Constitution. And if we want to make it a common cause, then I think we have to accept that this may be a march in which far more whites join in than have in the past. Um, And that's the way it's going to be. I think we can't prevent people from marching because they haven't marched previously. And and we know that very few, pitifully few, white South Africans were involved against apartheid, for example, um, or the Fees Must Fall movement. But I don't think that's a reason to say, you know, this must be a blacks-only march against Zuma. Mm. But one of the things uh, that uh, uh, one has heard people saying, especially black South Africans, is that um, because this concerns uh, people of uh, middle and upper classes, uh, therefore white South Africans will come out to march because uh, this is something that they are advocating for. But they don't seem to join in when uh, there are issues that affect the poor and a majority black South Africans when they are marching for specific issues. So how do you respond to that? Well, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, I don't think you'd see the private schools in Johannesburg shutting down if there was a march against inequality in Johannesburg. And I know that a lot of them have planned to shut down tomorrow, uh, tomorrow on Friday. Um, I agree with you, Sakina. I think we have a very poor history of of activism as white South Africans, uh, the majority anyway. 
but I don't think, I think that's a, a sideshow um, in terms of what we're trying to do at the moment. And I think if we allow ourselves to be um, divided over this, then we're going to miss the point of the actual activism. Um, I think white people need to march if they feel they need to march, but they need to understand what that means, that it's collective activism. It's not a hobby that you undertake for a day, but you, you do it because you, you feel deeply about the reasons behind it. And my other concern is the sort of the way Zuma is being portrayed sometimes by whites on social media. I find it, I mean, I am definitely not a fan of Zuma, but I find the way he is being characterized and portrayed um, extremely unfortunate in the sense that it's going to divide whites and blacks even further. Um, I think also we have a tendency as whites sometimes to sanctify certain individuals instead of realizing that they belong to movements. For example, we have sanctified Praveen Gordon, we have sanctified Tuli Madonsela, without remembering that they too belong to organizations and they are not people acting in their individual capacities. So I think that's something else that we need to be careful of uh, when we march tomorrow. Uh, and then and just overall, Terry, what do you think? What will it take for black and white South Africans to work together in order to achieve a common goal of a better South Africa for all? You know, I worked in the very early days with the Ahmed Kafrada Foundation, and we had we ran dialogues um, on on issues of race, and it, I think those were very significant because they actually brought South Africans together to discuss issues around how can we build a common nation. I don't know if you remember that remark of Martin Luther King's Sakina. We may have arrived on different ships, but we're all in the same boat now. And we need to find a way to steer this boat and work together to make sure we arrive at a better shore. Well, Terry Oakley-Smith, thank you so much for those insights. Uh, Terry is the Managing Director at Diversity. And uh, just... uh